Yo, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out, the best way, the only way to start your morning. So please go sign up at TheVentureOut.com. Mm. And I'm Bo, and I enjoy living. <laughs> as, <laughs> as we all do. Let's celebrate life and all the things that are good in the world. Done. All right, so <laughs> uh, The Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of The Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And I'd like to quickly mention our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash show, where you can give us some patronists and a few bucks to help us do what we love to do, which is talk to each other. And if Johnny, what are some of the benefits you get for being a patron of the Junto Show? It doesn't take much, Lance. I'm glad you asked. So just for a mere buck, you get access to our premium show. Premium show, okay? This is mm. where we talk about stuff that's just too raw, too real <laughs> for the real show. Yeah, we get a little bit more uh, more political on the uh, on the premium show yeah. there than what we put out here for. for I, the, I for think the on every premium, one of us cries. <laughs> yeah, at, at the least. I and I'm a better person for it, so. Yeah, I think you know it really shows growth, uh, being paid to grow. It's uh, it's good. <laughs> All right, so we're going to kick things off here with our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, let's see what we got here. What's our first uh, thing I want to talk about here? Oh, okay, so there is a stealthy, destructive malware infects half a million routers. You guys hear about this? Nope. Nope. So there's a... A bunch of basically a couple of different brands of routers, like you know your your Wi-Fi routers or whatever, that have a inf- infected, untreated, and ubiquitous population of uh, Netgear uh, uh, routers. Let me see what's the brand here. This is a Cisco's Ta- Talos Security Division warned of a new breed of mal- malware. It calls VPN filter. It says it's infected half a million home and small business routers sold by Netgear, TP-Link, Linksys, Microtik, and QNAP. Mm. They said it's basically like a, a nation state, so probably some foreign country, maybe Russia or whatever, has uh, put this uh, malware out there. And then it can kind of – what does it do? I think it said they can brick your router. I don't – and it, I heard it says uh, – I saw it explode somewhere, but I think it can basically Ooh. just brick your router. But I don't yeah. know if it can like turn the fan off or something and then make it like overheat. But uh, I don't know what to do about that. So just I don't know. Google that if you <laughs> if you got one of those. And is there a fan in the router? I don't think there's a fan in the router, right? It's got to have something, right? Well, I mean, you just have it's just probably air cooled. Oh well, good. Well, it'll break your router. And also, but the way it's, it's called a VPN, because I think it can also be used to like backdoor a way to like uh, was it was it? it was like it can use it to mask other routers' internet traffic or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it can like um, I don't know, do something, and it's not good. I feel like countries do this all the time. I feel like this is a type of hardware warfare that's going on, government to government. And that's why you work in uh, sensitive areas. You're not allowed to buy IT equipment from China. Mm. Loki, China. I think, well, one, I read that uh, that Russia has like already gotten into our power grid and all this different stuff like that. And they, whenever they want to like shut it down, they can. And uh, I've seen different stuff where like America's really, really internet connected and also, our infrastructure is super duper old, so it's probably why it's why it's easy to get into it. And well, that wouldn't make sense. The infrastructure it would make sense if our if we're using our, our IT is based off of like Access ninety seven or something like that. Might be, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's I don't know a real risk national security thing. All right, so hey, so uh, last couple of weeks, Elon Musk has been going crazy on Twitter after the podcast named Reveal gave him a little bad coverage. So I listened to this podcast, and it was basically like there's a lot of uh, safety problems in the Model 3 factory, 
and the reveal podcast did like an in-depth thing about it and then elon is like oh uh like we're we're a new company and so, so the, the tweet safety I, doesn't matter with the new company <laughs> <laughs> he was like why are you focusing on me right like all these other companies are are destroying way more or hurting way more people per per capita than us and i was like well the article clearly was like not really but he was like just the thing i want to talk about like like why is the ceo of the company like arguing with the reporter on twitter it's like a bad look but he kind of made some points but then i was at the same time like you just 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 take the l like have your your uh pr people talk about it like i don't know what the benefit of having like a really vocal like uh, personality for a CEO. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good thing. I think you got to pick and choose your battles though. I think for the most part, the reason why we love folks like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, um, Jeff Bezos is because they are so outspoken because we, you know, we kind of know or, or they talk about what they're thinking and we can get some insight with that. So I think we're just um, fascinated by that level of, you know, insight into those people. I guess it's a type of brand awareness. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not, it's more than I love SpaceX or I love Tesla. It's, man, I really believe in Elon Musk and what he's doing. So unless he's out there being, to a degree, controversial, you know. I feel like more times than not when I find out more about one of these uh, CEOs or a company or a personality. or Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, I end up liking him a lot less. I would much rather you remain anonymous in the business world. Morgan Freeman. Oh, my God. Morgan Freeman. Like last week when that came out about Morgan Freeman. Man, that was crazy. Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> Matt, Matt Lauer. Uh, let's see. Who else did they get recently? They got um. <sighs> well, I won't say that. <laughs> they they should be getting all these people. Yes. Anyway, uh, so it was uh seven hundred twenty two injuries a year. We were self reported by Tesla, and then in the in the article they were like, and Tesla is also kind of fudging the numbers to like if you they're saying oh if you got back problems from working at Tesla, they're just like no, nah, you just got back problems. You don't have to report that. It was uh, rough. And it said that Elon Musk personally hates the color yellow. And Johnny, what is the color that uh, we should be using to identify things as being dangerous in the workplace? Red. <laughs> well, it's like caution tape. What color is caution tape? Red. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so and they were saying that because Elon personally hates the color yellow, that like a lot of the uh, the factory is just like a gray and red color scheme. And so people are like getting ran over by forklifts because there's not like caution. Some yellow tape yeah, yeah. <laughs> written out there. And then he says no, but people were like, yes, this is true. All right. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Also, how was the autopilot on those Tesla cars even a legal thing? They were talking about like this guy who bought a Tesla and then he was just like had his hands and feet off the off the whole thing and just like letting it drive itself. And I feel like that's got to be illegal. Well, what do you mean? It's, I don't think it's illegal in every state, but I think some right. states it is. I hope it's not illegal. You hope yeah. it's not illegal, right? I, yeah. Why would it be illegal I, to I, not have to drive your car while your car is driving? Correct. Well, you're still driving. You're, no, you're supervising. Not. No, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're basically supervising is work, Lance. Not, not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Johnny. <laughs> Whatever you gotta tell yourself on the next episode of Barely. <laughs> <laughs> but like the um, if, I mean that's that's if, what if, you're supposed if, to do. You're supposed to you're supposed to sit there with your hands hovering over the wheel. Well, you don't case. have to hover over the wheel. You just have to be like, don't do that, Tesla. If you know? if self driving cars aren't legal in your uh, state, then. The autopilot mode on the Tesla, which is you take your hands and feet off the thing and it just does itself. And like I guess slows down when you're in front of a car or behind a car. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. But that's the self-driving car. Yes. And, there, and there's some type of loophole here that these people are doing. Well, really, I don't think so. I think well, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's just, a, that's just a step further than cruise control. Yeah. 
This is the way right. of the future. This is where we want society to go towards. I mean, right? so I, guess, I don't. It's not. It's, it's not. Just no, a lot of things you have to have your hands. You're on not. Way. You're not like you don't go take me to work and then you fall asleep and then drives you there. You get on the interstate and you say stay in the lane uh, and uh, just don't run into anything. Right, because if you, I think it does more than that. Though it actually starts taking turns and exits and. Oh wow! Oh, does it? Does it do But all it's that? only highway stuff. It's not like neighborhood driving or anything. Cause, I, I, cause I don't, don't know they, for sure, but I think the autopilot actually takes you door to door almost. And it, uh, I know it parks the car for you. I have yeah. heard of like, well, yeah, there was like a Lexus like ten years ago that would self park, and I never understood how that worked. But I have heard of like the 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 Teslas because there was some guy that had his daughter in the car, and he like turned it on and it started driving with her in it to like go somewhere. So they'll do something. I don't. I need to look that up. It's a, nope. Anyway, it's not good. Okay, Amazon is working on real-time facial recognition technology. And it's in here in Orlando. It, and it's here in Orlando. We're one of the pilot cities. They're like uh, <laughs> trying to... When I heard this, I heard that today, and I was like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, it's yeah. coming, coming for Lance. Uh, let's see what we here. And this is why I don't upload my photos to Amazon. Derek, that's how they, or Google, because they're scanning all that stuff. Oh, yeah. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah, it's been a while. They didn't get you. Yeah, but I've already been got, so I don't know. It doesn't make it right, though, Bo. But, Bo, I get you. You get me. I get you. <laughs> but does Jeff Bezos get me? He sure does. Well, he's already got me. So says, uh, Amazon has essentially been giving away facial recognition tools to law enforcement agencies in Oregon and Orlando, according to documents obtained by the American Civil Liberties Union. It's uh, under a program called Recognition, like with a K. <laughs> And so it's a, it can identify up to 100 people in a Sounds crowd. Sounds lame already. It's, yeah. it's good branding. <laughs> up to 100 people in a crowd, the document said. And they want what they want to do is have the police body cams be able to scan faces in real time, like that Terminator vision, where it's like, like oh. boop, 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 and like comparing faces to like the, the was it mugshot database or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, oh man. Okay, so what do you guys think about that? Uh, I would say you can. I can clearly see the benefit, and I can clearly see the uh, detriment. I would say that um, depending on <laughs> if a police state rises out of this, <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing that kind of scares me, you know, like all of a sudden they're recognizing me and they're like, you didn't pay your parking tickets. I'm like, oh, God, I got to book it. And then I get, you know, shot in the back because I didn't pay my parking ticket. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's my concern. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Johnny? You know I'm fine with this. In Finland, yeah, we would have this technology. Damn this yeah. is also the beginning premises of the movie I told you about from Netflix. Uh, a- um, Anon? Uh, Anon? Yeah. Anon. Anonymous. Anon. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming they're getting at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, in related news, Chicago is advancing a bill to allow police to use drone surveillance on protesters. On so, prote- I do think that drone surveillance is is okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but but I think that it's uh, they're, you know, policing from back in 1900, you know, to the future. Policing has to keep up with uh, the times, because there was uh, okay. So I don't know if I agree. Well, you, there was a a very famous couple that was shooting cops up, Bonnie and Clyde, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason that they were able to do that is because this was after I want to say World War One. And a lot of the weaponry that came back with World War One was what Bonnie and Clyde used to to raid, get these banks and get their money, yeah, right? The Tommy gun. Yeah, the Tommy gun. And all the cops had was like a little, almost like pea shooter gun, you know? Like just a, uh, just like a regular pistol. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the cops said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to get a Browning, uh, you know, 50, not 50 caliber, <laughs> but a uh, large, large rifle uh, or large bore uh, machine gun that they essentially found them and they were like, okay... Ambush. Bah, 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 yeah, bah, have bah. you seen Bonnie and Clyde's car? 
Yeah. I don't think that we want to like encourage the police to do to citizens what they did to Bonnie and Clyde's car. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that that was, you know, policing keeping up with the times. And I'm arguing that what they did to Bonnie and Clyde's car is a bad example of like this is what we should be encouraging. Well, Maybe they shouldn't be Swiss cheesing people and or cars. Well, no, they shouldn't be Swiss cheesing people and their cars, but it does make a good picture. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely yeah. telling. Have you, seen a, that, have you seen that car, Johnny? I don't think so. If they, I feel like they like lined up like one of those mob movies and just just perforated that car. It's well, great. I mean, I think that you know there was probably a lot of some anger in that, <laughs> obviously. But the thing that I'm I'm trying to say is that policing should keep up with the times. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, yes, and also the restrictions on police and uh, privacy laws should also keep up, which they're not, which means that the police can't accelerate as well. Yeah. All right, uh, let me see what I say. Oh, so yeah, so with these drones, combine those drones with the facial recognition technology, then they're in there getting everybody, and it's uh, political prisoners. Good. No, not good. Good. It's exactly what you don't want. It's political prisoners. Exactly what I do want. Okay. Why is this what, what the Anon thing, the happy face killer, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is that. Uh... Oh, well, no, I'm not worried about that. Okay. Because it's not like in your eyes; it's like a body camera. All right. Uh, but th- that's next. Yeah. That's how they don't get you. I don't know if that's how they get you. It will be. Okay. Believe you me. Okay. And next uh, news: the U.S. had the lowest birth rate since 1987. It says American women had fewer children in 2017 than in any other year since 1987. Mm. According to a new report released by the mm. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. What's wrong, Lance? Slow year? <laughs> <laughs> what happened, man? You know, I'm, I'm You're just, doing okay? I'm just uh, keeping on the straight and narrow. Just uh, <laughs> not not having babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but the other thing, the real problem is that your bows of the world are only having one kid. Yeah, but what's wrong with you? Yeah, hey, man. that was okay. Answer for your situation. Not that I'm having zero. It's that Bo's only having one. Well, <laughs> so I am not out of my baby making years. So, well, are you ever? I think Morgan Freeman. Well, just had a, so I, a three-year-old. Obviously, <laughs> my 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 the um, my wife is not out of her baby making years yet. So get this: uh, birth rate for all women in all age groups is down except for women age 40 to 49. That's the only cohort of women. Man, Blakely's been busy. <laughs> that went up. So that black women and native Hawaiian Pacific Islander women, like their birth rate was steady. White women of all ages except 40 to 49 were down. And that's it. Also, um, when reached for comment, Thanos was reportedly very pleased that we saved him the trouble. I'm so funny. All right. Uh, oh. So the there's an Amazon Echo device that like was recording a long conversation, like all the audio in the household, and then just like sent that audio file to a random person in the user's uh, contact list. And that's that is how they get you right there. That's how they get you. Yeah, you know that's how we should end every hot take news segment with. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, that's my sign off. I already got a sign off. But uh, yeah, so like I've always been concerned about the Echo, just listening to everything you're doing and saying. And then this right here is like the worst case scenario. Where it takes all the stuff you've been saying and then just sends it to random people. I think this would be either hilarious or um, way less entertaining than I think it is. If all of a sudden we all got emails with files, audio files of what you know each other was doing on a random given night. Mm. Hit or miss, like eighty percent of it would be terrible. And then like there's a gem in there. Once a day, there's a gem in there. I would uh, be curious. Yeah, you'd just be hearing me playing with my son. <laughs> And you just be hearing me playing with uh, <laughs> the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> then you just hear a lot of fart sounds. Man, it's rough. All right, and um, 
that is the hot take news. Oh man, that was a good one. <laughs> For all of us here at News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be right back with our next segment. Welcome back, folks, to the Captain's Red Room. Won't you come enter the room with me where we would discuss some very deep uh, topics? I am First Officer Bo. I am Science Officer Lance. And step into the Captain's Ready Room. So today... I think we've talked previously in one of the previous episodes about a guy named Patrick uh, Lencioni who uh, wrote several books about uh, five dysfunctions of a team, um, the advantage of the latest book, and that's where we did that exercise where we told each other one thing we liked about each other and one thing that kind of... Fan favorite. Yeah. yeah, Was that a fan favorite? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would say that was uh, very uncomfortable for me because I prefer no emotions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to prefer less emotions as well. Yeah. Oh, Johnny over here. He's going to always talk about feelings. That's well, all, I, that's all I'm about. Yeah, but the thing, though, is it's weird because as soon as emotions start coming into the play, then I get really uncomfortable and I don't know how to deal with it. Well, here we go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Let's, bring, let's dive in. So there's such a thing as called a pyramid of dysfunction, right? right. So let me lay the quick groundwork. This is there's this pyramid, and depending on what's going on in the pyramid, you can have different problems, right? So, inattention to results is probably because of status and ego. Avoidance of accountability is probably because of low standards, right? Lack of commitment. Are we like rising up the pyramid? Uh, uh, we're lowering the pyramid right now. You started going at the down. Top. Yeah, start at the top and going down. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I did not start from the bottom like Drake does. So <laughs> I saw somebody that had a Drake air freshener <laughs> in their car. Yeah. It was like a Drake head like with a tooth in his mouth. Sounds awesome. I was like, man, I want to be that famous. Or that um, rich anyway. Lack of commitment is probably because of ambiguity. Okay. Fear of conflict is probably because of artificial harmony. And absence of trust is because of invulnerability. So anyways, there's a series of exercises that you can do to kind of break through this pyramid of uh, dysfunctions, and today we're going to go and try to do exercise number two, which is behavior profiling, which is a fancy word just saying, hey, what kind of personality are you? Oh, uh, the best. The next, best. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, red, yellow. So I'll name these four. Are you really? I don't know. Like I, the I, the just make it all I am magenta with a little bit of fusion. <laughs> no. Yeah. All the personality quizzes have colors. Oh, that's, that's real, there's, a, there's a real one. But like red yellow is like creative and, and emotional. So on the one that's commonly yeah. used. So I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like well, let me let me stop you there. <laughs> yeah. You're blue green. <laughs> like we all are. Okay. So maybe Johnny. I'm so, yeah, more so I got these four main categories and we'll break them down a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. So tell me which one you think you are. Uh what are you doing? One to ten here? Uh well no, I'll, I'll name the four. And there, there's actually a quiz, so we'll put a link in the in okay. the show notes where you can actually decipher this stuff. So do you think you are an analyst? Yes. A diplomat? Yes. A sentinel what? or an explorer? Uh, I do hate mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn dirty mutants. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm an explorer and I don't know what a sentinel is, but I feel like I'm not. A sentinel okay. is like someone who watches guard, right? Yeah. 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 So you maintain things. Order. You're a watchdog. Yeah. So what does it mean from the people, though? Like I want to speak in the language of the, of the guy. Okay. So in terms of sentinel, you have four subcategories. Uh, logistician. Okay. Okay. I'm that. A defender. An executive? Uh, yeah, I'd say defender. Or a hey, console. Council. What's console? Uh, externally caring, social, and popular people. Always eager to help. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's me to a T. I guess I am a sentinel. 
Okay. Sentinel Console. Huh. All right. Mm. Uh, what fancy. about you, Bo? Uh, Analyst, Diplomat, Sentinel, or Explorer? Man, I, I don't think I'm probably not any of them to be honest, or at least I don't. You I don't feel like an analyst. I'm all of them. You're none. I would say probably, um, probably closest to an explorer. I'd say explorer. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, you're always building yeah, random. Man, you're trying out random crap. Well, okay. okay yeah. So here's four subcategories for you. Okay. Are you a virtuoso, yes. adventurer? Oh yeah, look at him. He's so smart. Entrepreneur mm-hmm. or an entertainer? Right here, right here. He is uh, a big. Uh, old, he I would say explorer, entertainer. He started the entertainment business. I was about to say he's a big old <laughs> ham. He's a big ham. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Go back and watch those old. Uh, Videos you made when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was a hey, put down the show notes for you too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So an entertainer yep. is a spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people. Life is never boring around them. Hmm. That's you, Bo. Life hey. is never boring for you, man. Hey, I like that. You're like, look at this YouTube video. It's got two hits. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you just like you were watching videos of like uh, some type of shark or something like that a little while ago. You were watching some video and you just like casually said it. It sounded so boring. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I don't even, it wasn't even maybe YouTube, but I thought it was funny. I was like, look, good old Bo. So consistent. Yep. So what uh, do you guys think I am? Okay, name him again. Analyst? A diplomat. Probably, no, that diplomat. last one. He's, he's that diplomat. last one, for sure. But go, go. Di- diplomat, I don't know Sentinel, diplomat. or Explorer? Explorer. Dipl- I think Diplomat. What's a di- uh, I actually, I don't think so. What's a Diplomat? Okay, Diplomat. Four subs are Advocate, who are quiet and mystical, mm. yet very inspiring and sure. tireless idealist. Okay. okay there's, list. there's a mediator, poetic, kind, altruistic people, always eager to help a good cause. Okay. Protagonists, charismatic, and inspiring leaders, able to mesmerize their listeners. Well, clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. enthralling. And then a campaigner, enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. You think you're a free spirit, Johnny? No. Because it's like you're really creative. But I, but for some reason, free spirit doesn't feel like it sticks to no, you either. I don't think so. I think I like the rules. Yeah, I think I think you're a, a um, explorer. Was okay. it, did we did we say what the explorer was? Explorers yeah. were uh, virtuoso, adventurer, entrepreneur, and entertainer. If I could say diplomat, entrepreneur. Yeah, he, Johnny starts a new business every, twice a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> they all fail, <laughs> except for the Junto show, which which is like. <laughs> kind of makes me not feel so bad for never trying. I'm like, oh, Johnny's been trying all the time, and he's still not rich. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> he's doing way better than me. <laughs> all right, so that is our uh, categorizing ourselves. Okay. And if you got a few more minutes, exercise number three is talking about conflict profiling. Right. So this is about how do we like to receive conflict? Do we like to like just talk it out and yell at each other? Do we like to get it through email? You like it written down on a note. What is your preferred way to receive a very conflict um, type information? I don't like yelling. I'm not a yeller. And even if I'm being yelled at, I, I only if I want to, I, I will only yell to physically actually be heard. Like I, I don't yell in anger. Like very, yeah. very rarely. Which is fun too because it, like, it really pisses off whoever's like mad at you that you don't like respond in kind and to say get extra mm. mad and then like I really just like tone it down so yeah, reciprocate. Low. yeah yeah no 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 I don't I, I don't reciprocate exactly you probably piss them off even more because you just yeah, yeah. I, go, I go straight in a robot mode when you're yelling yeah. at me and I'm just like look this is you're look, not being very calm right look, now one zero zero one <laughs> zero and then, and then they uh I've never, I never thought that made people more mad, but oh, oh no, yeah. they hate that. They're like, "Why are you not upset about this?" You know what? A can, is, a can of gasoline is uh, telling somebody to calm down <laughs> when they're mad. Well, so, I mean that. Uh, okay, okay. So, so that's maybe, not my experience. To me, think of it this way: Let's say your significant other 
is going to tell you, because really angry yeah. about something, is going to tell you how you want to that information be told to you. Hmm. Would you like her to just write her an email? Write <laughs> you an email? Okay. Put a little post-it note in the fridge? Yeah. Do you want to just like yell it out and just get it out, let it out of her system? Okay. I would I, I personally prefer an email. I don't know if that would actually work. Uh, so I would probably like to be exposed to the problem via email so I can process it and see like the bullet points about what I've uh, done wrong or how I've offended this person or whatever. So then I'm like, okay, I have a reference for what I've done. And yeah. then when I it's probably going to have a lot of emojis in order to convey <laughs> the level of uh, oh, this guy says three poop emojis. Oh, no. It's, it's three black hand claps. <laughs> <laughs> what we not going to do. Uh, <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I would probably like to, to be exposed to the problem that way, so then that way I can sit with it, and then I also have a reference for later for when I mess up in another month. And so I can say, okay, no, these are the things I'm supposed to be working on. So like, I will see the email, and then I will uh, then have the discussion. Like, yeah. So yeah, I know how to discuss. That's me. Okay. Bo? Oh, you got to talk to me. Yeah, talk to me in person. Yeah. Do you want me to give you like the one minute, here's why I'm pissed at you, Bo, and walk away? Or do you want me to like, just like give it to you for a good half hour? Let it all out and make sure... You hear it all and fully understand the whole thing. Well, okay, so it depends on how you you come at me. If you come at me with um, knives, no, well, not at knives. If you come at me with, um, you know, you've already made up your mind, right? So we're arguing, and um, if 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 we try to have a conversation, but you're so mad that you're just yelling, right? Da, da, mm-hmm, da, da, mm-hmm. Then obviously we you can't we can't have a discussion. Is that obvious? Because Okay, so what do you do in that situation? Like when the person is just you got to walk away. You got to you got to calm down. Does Don't you it? walk away from me, Bo? Do you actually walk away? Because I feel like that's well, you got to. I mean, you, like, there's no other choice. You got to, right, Johnny? I I think you have to hang in there. Uh, <laughs> I think you have to hang in there. <laughs> I mean, if I don't want to be, I in can't there. do it. I can't do yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I mean, I would to a level shut down, and maybe she'll pick up on that. But I feel like, well, she's very angry and she's wanting to communicate this to me. So let's just let her have her opportunity to get this all out. Yeah. And I'll try my best to just try to listen and try to soak it in. But there's a part of me for sure that's shutting down and like, all right, this 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 woman's irrational. I'm just gonna take it. Yeah. And then when things calm down, then we'll talk. Yeah. So if but if but if you have a problem with me, talk to me because usually you know I I. At least I hope I, I go, okay, there's a problem. Let me see it from your perspective. Okay, you know, I understand, you know, done something wrong. I've, uh, you know, not replaced the toilet paper or something like that. Um, you still making those rookie mistakes, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> those are veteran mistakes. No. And uh, I'll uh, not do that again. Anyway, All right. Well, it's good to have that information. So okay. now that we can communicate each other more. I'm trying to think of the last time I had an issue with somebody and then like I had to approach them like to resolve the issue. The, but you would, if you had to, but, but the thing though is now that I know if I have an issue with you, I go, oh, Lance, hold on. <laughs> and like I see the, see the little three dots, I'm like, oh no. <clears throat> hey, I an email from Bo, my, oh, one of my yeah. best friends. <gasps> the vitriol. <laughs> It's funny. I, I don't think I've uh, approached somebody like I have an issue with you, person A, B, or C, and and so we need to resolve this issue. I'm like, I feel like I either I, most so, people are either cool to me, or I'm like, I, I just don't feel like dealing well, with this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably that's how I feel usually. <laughs> that exactly. So, but if you did have clearly, there's people at work that annoy us. 
No, everybody that works great. So how do we deal with those folks? And I guess it's having this type of dialogue that supposedly helps break down those dis- dysfunctional teams yeah. and get to that optimal team. Well, you know? Is so, that what people so, are doing? So <laughs> working out their issues at work? You have, <laughs> so you have conflict with a person at work, right? Yeah. And this person is annoying. Let's say they microwave fish or something like that, right? How, uh, how bad is that? One to ten. Cause I, I've done that twice this week. Uh, I did that yesterday. I'm about to do it tomorrow. <laughs> I, I don't You know, I would just say it's something that annoys you and you go, this is a problem, but... You know how big of a problem does it have to be for you to actually confront the person? So if you microwave fish, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go talk to someone else and be like, you know, Lance is microwaving the halibut again. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm hanging out here for now. I see you smell that fish through the mic. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, he's really personalizing man, this okay. thing. Thanks. This uh, it really helps me understand the severity of the situation. That, that's yep. a good commitment to the story, man. <laughs> I know. Yep. I like that. The blue apron gave me some fish. <laughs> uh, what's the last time you like had an issue with somebody, Bo, and you decided to approach him and confront him on it? Um, non-wife, non-wife. Um, let's see. It was it was at work. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was something where uh, you know, let's say uh, there was a meeting and you guys were talking and you're using you're using me as an example of something like not to do or something. Like that. <laughs> Like you don't want to be a, a freaking dumbass like Bo. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't quite like that, but it was like it was like let's take a hypothetical situation. You know, Bo doesn't do this, and you know, you know, the first time you hear it, you're like, okay, whatever. But like the third time you hear it, you're like, <laughs> okay, are they trying to tell me something? And and so that made me really mad because I was like, you, you know, okay, if I'm doing if I'm not doing something, y'all got to tell me. Uh, so so how did you handle that situation? Uh well I I uh he stood up and over them while they were sitting down. <laughs> no, I Dominus? I think I I think I <laughs> stormed off. Oh really? Yeah, cuz I I didn't know what to say. <laughs> cuz I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, there you go. We just established that you I, are an entertainer. Yeah. That likes the attention, that likes to entertain, and now okay. there's these two people who are not entertained by you. Mm-hmm. And if they have a problem, you're you're uh preferred approach would be hey just tell you just tell me in person what the beef is yeah that, that is my yeah. preferred and that's the thing like if you tell me then i can yeah. i can understand that but if you don't tell me then then i start getting upset because then i start thinking like you know is this is this actually a problem so i think you should talk to him Bo. well no i mean we were talking so sorry but. oh so you just, you just asked it out yeah well i was just like yeah i was just like okay y'all need to tell me this because this is really pissing me off <laughs> so. is that what you really said yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Keeps it real though, you know? Both, Good for you, Bo. Both real. Good for you, Bo. <laughs> well, not that real. It's just like, you know, if I'm not doing my job, tell me, you know, I don't care. How was your body posture that time? Really? Were you like cracking your knuckles? Were you like, you know? No, no, I wasn't cracking my knuckles. I was, you know, pretty much how I said it to you guys. You know, I was, you know, I don't look the person directly in the eyes because for some reason, you know, I can't do that. Um, but, uh, you know, you, I try to, I try to have a firm and assertive voice, uh, without getting too high pitched and whining. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, Johnny. All right. Well, thanks for, uh, spending some time in the captain's radio room. Hopefully we all got a little closer after that conversation and we'll be right back. Transfer of data is complete. All right, so uh, that was a great Captain's Ready Room, Johnny. So uh, thanks for listening to the Junto Show. 
that's a kind of a shorter episode uh, and we'll be back next time so johnny hit him with the patreon patreon.com slash junto show uh, please leave us a five-star review on a podcast app on apple on a stitcher on whatever other platform that we're on and thanks for listening i'm lance i'm johnny and i'm book see you next time